We just gotta decide. What do you time. want from me? I just want to tell you about ghost stories. Ooh. <laughs> Let's do a podcast about that. That I would be your See? favorite guest. Right? This is, well, we can do that now. I'm adding it to the questions. Ryan's ghost stories. Oh, that'll be a. We'll be here all night. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> The Buyback Podcast takes place in a bar. If you aren't old enough to be in the bar, you're probably not old enough to be listening to the content in this podcast. For the rest of you degenerates, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let's get this party started. Hey Alex, guess what we get to do? Cheers. Cheers. I can do it. (laughs) Um... Welcome to the buyback. Uh, oh, we've already started. My name Where is we interview John. the best of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. My name is John. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the screen at who? I'm Alex. But miraculously, I get to sit next to, in person, my good friend Ryan. Hi, Ryan. I'm how are you? So jealous. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Not many people ask that. It's actually something that happens at the bar all the time. I'll point at people and be like, hey, what can I get you? Or, hey, how are you? And they go, Coors Light. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I actually hate when people at like, when people small talk me. Really? I hate it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm I'm serving like 100 people right now. Fuck off. Tell me what you want. <laughs> don't ask, don't ask have, me how I am. How's your night going? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Do you it. give a shit? I know you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. And you I just don't want either. Out Why are we pretending? <laughs> oh, God. What's, what's the matter? This what are you guys drinking over there? A Michelob Ultra? I'm drinking a Mickey Ultra. Yeah. What are you drinking, Ryan? A lukewarm white claw, and I need. Oh, I'm gonna get that's ice. Gross. Okay. Gross. Ryan's gonna get ice. <laughs> <laughs> While Ryan gets ice, I saw an internet meme or like a poll or a TikTok. I'm not really sure what it was, but. It was funny. It was, uh, how you call Michelob Ultra will tell the internet your age. Because I guess, really? like, multiple generations have different names for it. Uh-huh. Like, I call it Mickey Ultas. What um, would you say if you I'll, wanted a Michelob? Uh, I would say, can I get a Michelob Ultra? I think I've definitely heard, like, other people say, like, let me get an Ultra. Or, like... An Ultra? Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, so what age group is that? That's older. That's older. Let me get an ultra, yeah. It's like old regulars. But I've also heard like, maybe I'm, no, maybe I'm lying, but I've definitely heard like, let me get a clove. Uh, <laughs> if anybody ever asked me for a clove, I would be like, I don't know what you want, buddy. Same. We come from different <laughs> worlds. Well, you don't like coming to my bars, so our worlds will never meet. We don't. I've literally come to your bar. <laughs> Whatever. Um... Ryan. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> different bars. How many of the bars that I've worked at have you come to find, John? You've only been at one forever. That's absolutely not true. I couldn't oh, afford I the other one. <laughs> well, we're, about to find, we're about to find out for real. So I couldn't I'm afford the bars. How, how, how many bars you've worked at, Ryan, that John hasn't been to? All right, to. here we go. That's so, we'll, Ryan, we'll do this. to be fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, tell us your bar history. How did you get into bartending? Where did you start? What bars did you work at? Okay, I'm going to need to be vague with some of the names. 
but oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, shady but i like it <laughs> well it's either nda or shady business going on so How that's why everybody signs ndas no going one's ever to asked like me, me as a guest yeah. okay all right um, no one's ever asked me to sign an nda i've had to sign a lot um which is why you couldn't come and visit me. <laughs> um, <laughs> they didn't trust John okay, not to divulge his so information. I, um, this, in college, I was a barista at Starbucks for a summer, the last summer. Mm-hmm. And then I moved into the city with everyone else that we graduated with. And I immediately landed a job um at a michelin rated restaurant really was definitely uh there was definitely some organized crime going on (laughs) (laughs) and uh, i was the token american Oh, okay. Who was, and I'm almost just did the accent. Who was the bartender? Because I worked at Starbucks, so that means I that meant I was like fast and smart because I worked at Starbucks. So, okay. falling in line with the rest of my life, I immediately started off with a very privileged, pretty princess uh, bartending career from barista to Michelin rated bartender. <laughs> Having no business doing that, but absolutely just acting as a front if you will um i mean the food was delicious but um yeah yeah uh and then after that i got picked up by my first i signed an nda and can't say the name but we'll call it a fancy schmancy clubsterant steakhouse um clubsterant like club slash restaurant yes and that's kind of really where the mo- vast majority of my bartending experience was um, throughout mm-hmm. most of my 20s. Uh, but then even other places I've worked too, that's kind of where I'll, most of my bartending experience was in like club restaurants or else now just straight up clubs, um, yeah. which I way prefer because of minimal small talk as we were talking about <laughs> at the top of this. Uh, yeah, so I was at that, I was at the steakhouse club restaurant for um they're the ones i'm the most concerned about uh with their little <laughs> lawyers um uh i was there for a long time like we'll say like seven or so years they have two different locations one in meatpacking and one in midtown <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying what it I, is. I know, but I literally oh, you don't cannot care. say you just, the name. You don't care that you just aren't allowed to say the name. Correct. I understand. So you, um, you would say the name if you If we that. weren't recording this right now, I would not give a shit about saying any of the things that I'm dancing around right now. Yeah. Um, if, if, if it slips out, we can always beep it out, too. Yes. So. Zero oh, shit. Yeah. Well, there, I thought about that, but there will be a lot of beeps if I just speak freely. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, and then I went over to a, um, uh, oh, I briefly in between worked at a, uh, I took a break from the, the steakhouse and worked at this, like, gay restaurant, um, 
it wasn't gay. It was like a family-friendly gay restaurant. Um, they're actually that's called Almond. I can say that one, but they're closing actually. They have a bunch of different locations around the country now, and by a bunch I mean like three. But they're closing. Um, R.I.P. Then I went back to the club restaurant because that's where the money was at. Um, yeah. And and then I moved over to. Uh, then I opened up through that network because it's a very small network, and once you're kind of in it, you're in it. So I opened up a very hoity-toity hotel rooftop bar in the Lower East Side um, that was the fanciest, biggest shit show I've ever been involved with in my entire <laughs> The fanciest life. shit show ever. The fanciest and biggest shit show I've ever been involved. That made me uh, swear and promise myself to never work another outdoor or rooftop venue ever again. And then I was still at the club restaurant uh, because that was like my stable. I can do whatever I want here and make money. And then I moved over to working at the gay bar club that I work at now. Um, and I also tried again working at a, another club restaurant but this was a speakeasy and uh -huh. I hated that place. And that's when I realized I'm just over these fancy schmancy hoity toity places. Yeah. I'm just, yes, I can do the song and dance, but is it really worth your soul? <laughs> so I prefer fast pace, high volume, high intensity clubs, mm. nightlife. So wait, can we know the, the bar you work at now? Or is that an NDA? as well he just doesn't want people who listen to this to come visit him kind of that and also i'm afraid of uh, i'm afraid of things i may say uh. <laughs> okay so yeah so john i have a question have you visited ryan at the club restaurant? i have oh you i was did? expecting you to say yeah. no you did? Absolutely. Wait, which clubs are on? There, we've only and, really talked about one. Oh, no, I yeah. didn't. Okay, so you, you, haven't, you haven't visited him at his clubs. But I couldn't or afford the... it. That's fair. That's fair. I'll give him all of them. However, the gay bar that I work at now. Where I have visited you. Oh, you have. Yeah. You have. Okay, okay so he he has. Has. Oh, he's been to one. Okay, I take all right, back right. all the shade. He has. He has. <laughs> I think it was for an episode of RuPaul, right? Was it it for was finale? for an episode of Drag Race, yes. Yeah. And I told you something really scandal, some insider scandalous information. It was a premiere. It wasn't a finale. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Alex, you're up. Yeah. Yes, I am. And I will be. Because can you tell us? about the bar you work in now yeah. without using the name like what's what's the vibe what's it like mm -hmm. what do you like about it <laughs> what do you not like about it what do you not like about it yeah and this is exactly why i didn't want to say the name okay <laughs> <laughs> um uh so tell you about it uh so it's very much a quaint little neighborhood dive bar by day and then it turns into a crazy blackout, wild, wild west, uh, sin, den of sin and debauchery by night until 4 a.m. every night. And yeah, 
I never ceases to amaze me the things that go on there. Yes. Um, what I like about it is that I get paid in cash every night. Oh, <laughs> we'll beat that out. We don't want the IRS tracking you down. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I meet a lot of interesting people. Whereas before I used to meet a lot of like people that were really impressed with themselves or um, celebrities with like bubbles around them. Uh, now I'm actually meeting people that I can actually relate to, people who appreciate me, um, and yeah, it's just much, much more relaxed, uh, I can kind of, I can wear what I want, I can say what I want, I can do what I want, I, yeah, yeah much nicer. Do you, do you work the day and the night? Uh, I mainly just work the night because yeah. I do not circling back around i don't have the patience for the small talk anymore i used to be really good at it and covid killed that element for yeah. me which i am perfectly <laughs> okay with i can't pretend to care about these ah, people anymore sorry. i'm not going to validate <laughs> your existence and tell you all the things your mommy and daddy didn't when you were a baby <laughs> sorry oh, <Lord. laughs> welcome to post-covid ryan the real asshole is here <laughs> um okay uh we kind of got into one of them, but uh, what is what are the things that customers do that drive you nuts besides trying to make small talk? Yeah, or asking how your day is. I don't mind. I don't mind that if it's slower. In fact, that's great. Yeah. If it's slower, that's great. But when it's like one in the morning and like the music's pumping and like I'm like dealing with a bunch of other people, how are you? How is your <laughs> night going? That shit is so dumb. I'm like, great. What do you want? So, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a pet peeve. It's just because I just don't give it the energy. Um, a pet peeve of mine are when when people are like, just make me something. Can I have a drink? <laughs> or like, can I order from? Can I order a drink with you? Like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing standing behind the bar? <laughs> of course. What? Like that's that annoys me. Yeah. Um, or make me a drink. Just something. I don't know. And then to have the audacity to complain about it after you gave me no guidelines whatsoever. <laughs> I've been what do you, what do you, well, yeah, when that happens, what do you normally make? I say, you got, I, well, I say vodka, gin, rum, tequila, whiskey, give me something to work with. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll always have a very strong opinion about one of the alcohols. And then I say, do you want sweet or not? And then I will, generally speaking, either make a vodka soda with a splash of cranberry <laughs> or uh, sex on the beach if they want sweet. I have a, I have a follow-up question that I think we started asking. We might have. I forget. But what is a, a pet peeve you have that your coworkers commit? <laughs> Theft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Okay. okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Catty bitchery. <laughs> um, no, that's only that's only uh that's not all of them. Um, a pet peeve of mine that coworkers do. I'm very very chill. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, actually, no. I hate when people get super competitive about, and I get it, but like 
super duper competitive about sales. I just don't care. And I understand why that's important, but like, I don't care and I never will care. And like, when you're on a bar team, like you're supposed to be on a team. So like, also like you are delusional if you don't think that I am serving your guests just as much as you are. Like we're ringing on each other. Like we have access to each other's tabs, like whatever. Go off sis, be the best bartender in the world. I don't care. That's not, that's not my, uh, that's not my pride and glory. But again, I understand why. I just, yeah, do not care. The first bars that I ever worked at, both of them were like blind drops and we never knew our sales. So when I got to Trading Post, Alex, people were talking about their sales at the end of every night. I was like, I don't, I don't know what that means. They're like, well, it's the number yeah. at the end. I was like, you get, you know that? I never even paid attention to it. Oh, also acting like where you are located within the bar or the establishment is not going to heavily influence what your sales are. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're tucked away in the corner. Obviously, your sales are not going to be as high. Why right, are you right, acting right. like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for, for bartenders, the sales is a thing, too. Like, I get tables, like because that's easy to track, but bartenders are always like helping each other out. So that seems weird to me. So I, so, yeah, I guess I didn't, I've, I don't think I've ever worked at a place where we've been competitive about sales before in terms of bartending. Oh, definitely. But I've always yeah. from the get go, always been like, I don't care. I'm a good worker. Yeah. I'm, a, okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good coworker, a good yeah. bartender. And I do not give a fuck about right. what the sales okay. are. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, Am I allowed to cuss? Because I'm definitely doing that yes, a lot. Yes, you are allowed to swear. <laughs> you are allowed oh, to yeah, cuss. Yeah. You can talk about anything you want. Live your life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so number, what are we doing? Four. Where am I? What is the most memorable story from working in bars? And I guess you can, I mean, leave yeah. out. Leave out the yeah, the I names would, yeah. or beep well, out the names later I'll just if you want. Think of one that's not related to a celebrities. Um, I know one, but mm. this is I was gonna use this for my gross one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you could start with that, and then yeah. we can always Stories like can be... if you think of another one, then we'll go back to uh, memorable. So do your grossest first. There's no order. This is. You know, we're, we're loose, loose like a mm. tiger. Loose like a tiger. Loose <laughs> like a tiger. Not what I was going to say. Um, uh, okay, so gross, I was initially just going to be like, well, I've seen like pe like people vomiting, all, obviously, or like someone shit on the toilet, not in the toilet, or <laughs> someone shit on the floor. Um, but those are just boring, regular gross stories. But one time when I was, there was this customer who I could not stand at the Steakhouse Club's Durant, who would come in all the time and like just be the crotchetiest, most entitled bitch in the world, uh, but would always find these like suit and ties to latch onto and pay for shit. And so one night, and this was like for years, like knew this person, could not stand this bitch. Uh, and so one notable time was that, we'll say it was a Friday night. 
even though it was probably like a Tuesday night, actually. <laughs> uh, actually, it definitely was because I we were busy during the weekdays. Uh, and so she plops herself down at a table of like 10 dudes in suits conducting a business meeting. Um, but she's this like hot little bimbo, whatever. And I walk, I walk by the table and she's like, pulling down her pants, like showing them all her vagina, um, which I'm a very sex positive person. Go off, do your thing, live your life. However, the next day, and I didn't know this, but everyone else already did, when she comes in with her whole fucking family, children, <laughs> her two kids oh, no. and her husband, and I'm like, you have a full ass family and you conduct yourself like this? On the regular? What the hell? <laughs> That's wild. So and she like, was married too. Yes. Like married oh, with geez. two children and oh. brought them into the place <laughs> the, oh, the next no. day. I was like, you literally oh, have no. no that seems like a mistake because like if the somebody was there from the night before, that'd been real awkward. Right. Well, you were there from the night before. Right. But, we yeah. were. We all we were there from the night before. And also the years prior that she had been doing this. Yeah. But they all knew they all knew the deal with her. I didn't realize that because I yeah, didn't care to give any more energy than I already had to. I don't know if that was oh, my gross or memorable one, that's, but yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, that's memorable and gross. Like just how I don't know. Yeah, that's not. I don't know. Yeah, that's not even scratching the surface. I think, but I, 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 I feel like it's legalities or safety worse, concerns. <laughs> yeah, it's worse. It's worse that if that was happening and she like had a family on the side, like plenty of people have like affairs and do stuff like that. Right, which but, I still like, don't condone. But them, Bringing, bringing them, them to that that gets me that's wild that's crazy yeah i also have we can decide in post-production if this is a risk to my safety or not most memorable would definitely be learning that i was dealing with head organized crime boss people who yeah. I thought were just sweet little old men, but they have killed many people yeah. <laughs> and just got out of prison and like, <laughs> yeah. Just don't say, just don't say what organized crime. Oh, I I'm you're okay. obviously yeah. not doing that. Right. <laughs> or right. saying, right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. And right. they would like try to, they would want to like talk to like, the owner was like the chef and they'd be like, Oh, Ryan, tell him I'm not here. Do this, do that. And I'm like, I'm not saying shit to this dude. <laughs> he likes me. <laughs> he yeah. gives me up. A, a... That's a stereotypical thing. Uh, <laughs> he gives me a sign of affection yeah. and, uh, well, I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I just, just curious. Like, so in, Place in, uh, let's see, the place or places. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. I, yes, I know. I got it. Was uh, in places that may not have been doing everything legally or mm -hmm. in the most legit way. Did they feel like they were run differently than the than like uh, other places, oh, or yeah. did it feel very similar? No, definitely no, very, it felt, it felt very, very different. Yeah, super yeah, differently. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. yeah, extremely differently. Okay. Yeah, that's. I just want to. Like I, I, I want like corporate versus like mom and pop. Even though the mom and pops were like still dealing with a ton of money, or like a yeah. club like where I'm at now, it's still like independent owned versus corporate is like drastically yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like shady stuff must go on at corporate places, but probably not as much. Like more like white collar stuff. It is. Like, like, yes, that part. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Because yeah. I've, because I also have worked like, <clears throat> like I've worked on the, be- like in the offices and whatnot is like, I've always like been friends with higher ups and seen all the, all the behind the curtain stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it would be white collar stuff or cutting yeah. corners, if you mm, will. Got it. <laughs> got it. Actually, I, cool. there's a, this might have to be bleed too, but I know there's a, <laughs> there is a class action lawsuit in the works for one of the places I've worked yeah. that I'm okay. looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if we're going to beep beep it out, I'm just curious, like, because you're, because, uh, you don't like the management or because you might get, may, uh, you might be benefited by the lawsuit monetarily or otherwise. Uh, well, because like when there's like lawsuit shit involved, I know you're not supposed to really comment about it on record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we can, we'll get rid of it. And also because uh, that's the, it's regarding the club's Durant and their, very on top of like if anyone references their name at all they like go after them i'm talking like there was a fucking facebook group like oh like memories from like it was like a whatever blah 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 blah. shut that shit down or we're suing you like they're insane oh yeah so that's why i'm like really dancing around uh (laughs) using Uh, yeah so so they're they're suing it's not a case against the oh but now there is i know through Uh, old co-workers that they're they're compiling a lawsuit regarding like um like uh i think it has to do with like time theft like for from us and like whatnot i don't know right like like having like certain uniform like requirements that like they didn't supply but we were expected to have or i don't know okay so fighting the good fight but probably might be difficult to win well no will they will win because it's from another friend it's from a friend who worked at another um corporate steakhouse that had a class action lawsuit against them and um they it was basically the exact same thing so she contacted the lawyers again it was like hey i have the same situation like let's do let's let's do do this yeah and they were like okay (laughs) all right cool hey alex do you know what time it is what time is it john well Unfortunately, it's time for a good old-fashioned bathroom break, so we'll be right back after these messages from maybe Alex and maybe our sponsor. Hey, John, what do you got there? This is an Austin East Cider. Is that from Texas? It is. I bet you can't guess from where. East Austin. Well, I think it's just Austin. What's your favorite thing about a cider, Alex? 
how crisp it is on the tongue. I like the little bit of sugar it gives you, so it's not only just a really good tasting drink, but you get a little boost of energy as well. Right now, I'm holding the limited release cranberry cider. It's delicious. I'm gonna pour it on top of my turkey. Mm, I'm okay, I'm gonna do that. I mean, you can do what you're gonna do. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. That's fair. All right, let's cheers to Austin East cheers joining to the Buyback family. Cheers to Austin East. And we are back. All right, John, I think you're up, buddy. Am I? I th well, we covered two. Oh, I just covered grossest and most memorable, so I stole one. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, right. If you didn't have to work at these places that you don't necessarily love, where would you choose to work? What is your dream, ideal, perfect bar? It can exist already, or you can create it in your explanation. A perfect bar. Yeah, like, what's a perfect place to work? Not a bar. All right, that's all. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Here to open anything but a bar. <laughs> right. Okay, but I'm opening a dream bar. Yes. Okay. Well, my dream bar would have a lot of mood lighting. Um, specifically the color blue. Um, <laughs> with little, uh, with decorative little colorful lights everywhere. It would absolutely have an outdoor, like, garden area with plants. Mm -hmm. It would real, also real have a stage for live music performances okay. or cabaret numbers, drag numbers, spoken word, whatever the fuck you want to do on this stage. Sex shows! <laughs> Anything uh you want on this stage. And, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty, uh, it's solid. that's a pretty solid yeah, bar I would go yeah. to. And every night there would be some kind of live performance, depending, like. Depending on the night, yeah. Could be music, yeah. could yeah. be. I like it. A band, that's the same uh -huh. thing. Could be a burlesque show. Yeah. Could it just be John standing up there talking like a filibuster for like the no, whole night? No, because we want the bar to be busy and <laughs> entertained. So, I mean, I guess at the end of the night we're trying to get everyone out. Yeah. Well, it's like, no, John, you are booked for every night at three. As long as I get to drink for free. Man. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, and we also have a full security team because that is really important. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the biggest guys you can find to throw anybody out. Yeah, that has been now that I now that I finally work with one after like years and years of fuckery without one, it's it's necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to like in New York City for sure, but like I feel like at any point anywhere where people are drinking and they can get sloppy, yeah. like. And even just introducing the presence of a new character, this is like kind of the role of a man. I fully like this is what. The manager could be anyone. It's just introducing a new presence to oh, the to scenario, being like, this is this person. Like, it just completely reshifts the person's, like, the customer's perspective versus, like, if yeah. you're just going to be the bartender, even if you also are the manager, like, and you also right. are the security team, they're not going to look at you that way as if a new a new character gets introduced That's into the really equation. Important. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, what's your favorite drink, and how do you make it? My favorite drink is tequila, and I put it over ice. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> um, I love an old-fashioned. 
And I, I you're being serious about the tequila. I was being serious, but I'm, I'm assuming you want. But also, I'm assuming that's not a good answer. I thought it was a great answer. Okay, that's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 so just I, I, I like the old fashioned. But, but if it's in the winter, if it's in the over. dead of winter. Okay. <laughs> I love an old fashioned. <laughs> um, you better not be. I feel like this is going to be a point of contention for me and John, but he just stepped out of the room. What? You better no, you, not be I, muddling any goddamn cherries and oranges in my old-fashioned. That is tacky, gross shit. I think he's getting you a tequila shot is probably the more oh, likely scenario. I would be okay with that. Um, <laughs> okay. Wait, so wait, how do you I want your I think I'm going on uh, a date later, though. so I'm trying to not get, like, super fucked up, but also, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'm excited for the follow-up on the date. We're gonna do Take a Take me, baby, date. or leave me. Can we do a post-date uh, interview as well for the buyback? Sure. Like, in the morning. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little Demerara simple syrup. Uh, I'm sorry, a what? You don't want anything muddled, though, you said, right? Absolutely not in my old-fashioned, no. Demerara simple What's syrup Demerara? is with the, is with brown sugar, like sugar in the... Not brown sugar, sugar in the raw. So it's it's it just tastes better. It's not... It's, like, more of, like, a earthier, richer kind of flavor. However, if you really want to get fancy, throw some cinnamon sticks in that bitch. So then it's a cinnamon old-fashioned... Couple okay. dashes of Agnostora bitters, swirl that little bitch around, and then, and then we do the orange twist to get the orange zest because that is essential in the old fashioned. But goddamn you, if you're gonna muddle a cherry and no cherry, no, 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 we're not doing that. Instead, you just put a splash of grenadine, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Alex, I feel that. <laughs> I just poured Ryan and I a glass of tequila over ice. I can see those are hefty glasses too. Oh, okay. We're just going for it. Hefty huh? glasses for hefty men. Well, I, I, I'm, I have to go way downstairs for tequila, but I'm going to keep drinking my. This tequila is actually has... direct from oh, Mexico. Nice. And this is actually my favorite kind. Tequila reposado. Any kind of reposado is going to. I'm a reposado guy. What's a reposado? It's in between a añejo and a blanco. A reposado is generally speaking aged, I believe, two to five years. Don't quote me on that, but it's something like that. Yeah. Um, where yeah, and then an añejo is a little older, and then an extra añejo is like a granny. So but why it's a does delicious granny? Because I do like reposados as well. Why does a reposado? And maybe if you're listening out there, you can tell us because I don't know. Why does a reposado taste so much better than an añejo or a blanco? Um, I think just due to the aging process, kind of like, I mean, again, this is me, well, not talking out of my ass, but talking out of, like, my hip. Um, uh, It does have to do with the aging process. I would assume it would be similar to wine aging. Um, But if añejo is older, wouldn't that imply that there's, like, a prime for tequila and then afterwards? Because I feel like most people prefer a reposado over añejo. Oh, I don't think so. Really? I feel like people always order... Um... I think people are just more familiar with... That's, like, how people are, are, like, really, really 
like people always go for Patron, but that is absolutely Gross. not the best. Yeah, that's they just have a killer marketing team. Like that is right. not right. the best tequila. No. Um, no. But they'll like you'll offer them something. Now people now are uh, Casamigos. pretty Casamigos, which yeah. is which I Casamigos yeah. Reposado is my fave. I, that's that's Justin, George Clooney's, right? It is George Clooney's. Yeah. Um, I uh, like, yeah, uh, like yeah, you'll, you'll be like, I have Herodora, I have Espelone, I have yeah. John Julio, and they'll be like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm like, those are all the same, if not better, than Patron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big mezcal guy right now. I really like the smokiness of the mezcals. I'm, uh, I like it in cocktails, for sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I could ever drink it on the rocks however i'm learning now that if you drink something that you don't if you're drinking something smoky you drink it slower at least for me yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. why i like scotch. yeah you're not shooting it sure right so if i'm trying yeah. to just sip and milk a single drink yeah. i guess yeah. yeah mezcal mules like uh mixing the mezcal yeah. with like ginger beer and lime and yeah. uh simple syrup is great <laughs> I just had a really good, my, my family was in town. We went out to this, like, we went out to this Michelin starred restaurant that the drinks fucking sucked in my opinion, except for the last one I got. Um, and it was tequila and mezcal and ginger Mm. and blackberries. And it was so good. Yeah. All the other ones I was like, these are just like flat and gross. Yeah. Well, do, do, I, I mean, are drinks considered when giving somebody a Michelin star? And that's what I, that's, then I had this Usually, whole thought I mean, process people as pay, well. People pay yeah. out huge for drink menus. They had a $28 espresso martini because it was made with <laughs> Dragones tequila, which is a very, very expensive tequila. But I'm like, yeah. what? only a fucking chump would order that. Like, yeah. first, yeah. like yeah. do not... Tequila has no business being in an espresso martini. <laughs> Sorry to those who would like that, yeah. but no. It's yeah. it's vodka. A vanilla vodka would be how... I make a killer espresso martini uh, with vanilla vodka. And absolutely okay. no Baileys. And no tequila, for sure. And definitely no tequila. <laughs> tequila before Baileys, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll have to look into that if uh, drinks have any business in the uh, yeah. Michelin star ratings. I feel like they, they m- have to. It's pairings. Although, like... to go back to my first job ever, maybe that's why I was a bartender at a Michelin rated <laughs> restaurant. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know where we are, buddy. No, that kind of brings us, uh, well, we kind of did favorite drink, right? That's what we were just doing. It was uh, it was either a tequila over ice or a old fashioned with no muddling involved. But I just heard that Brian makes a really good espresso martini too. I so do make I a want, killer yeah. espresso martini. Uh, that's yeah. like made a huge resurgence lately. I've seen them on a lot of cocktail I, menus. When I worked at the Clubsterant, uh, me and my three besties that worked together, whenever we were on the same shift, we started every single shift. 
with four, I would make us fours for some martinis and we put them in our coffee cup, like put them in yes. coffee cups nice. and nice. we nice. drank hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of espresso martinis yes. over how, the years. How many shots of espressos are in the mar our special martini? One, one per Just martini. Just one. Just one. Yeah. yeah. One shot of espresso martini, one shot of vodka. What did you just say? One one shot of espresso. One shot of espresso, like two ounces of vodka. Two shots of vodka. Um, vanilla I vodka. I, yeah, vanilla vodka. Got it. No Splash of simple syrup. And then you just pour the tequila in. And then yeah, a ton of tequila, <laughs> <laughs> ton of Bailey's. <laughs> Stir it. Definitely don't shake it to get so all the froth. You, you can't get the you can't get the froth and creaminess to layer on top. It just needs to be uh, tequila and yep. Bailey's curdled in a stirred <laughs> well, martini. God. Don't forget to garnish Gross. with lime. No, a muddled cherry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right, time to <laughs> shout out uh, some bars you like. They can be in New York. Uh, they can be uh, where you grew up. They could be on um, trips you've gone on. Like, what are some bars that you like? Or bartenders. I love the bartender John Vincent Owens Barenberg. Where does he work? He works at um, Jack's Depot, which I have gone to and visited. <laughs> Jack's Depot, huh? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just doing this so that he doesn't get any stalkers and visiting. Oh, uh, I got it, got it. actual job, which is called Beep Beep. Um... Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> where, do you, where do you actually like to go drink? Where do you like to go drinking? Oh. Or who do you like to visit that's working? Yeah. Um, no, no, yeah. Visit that's working, any one that I know that's a friend, because um, who likes to pay for drinks? Not right. I. Um, <laughs> um, I actually am a big proponent of trying new places and not being a regular at a bar. Um, there are so many fucking bars in New York City that, like, I don't understand why people only go to the same bars. I, I get it, but uh, some people, like, will literally only go to the same bar over and over and over again, and, like, there's nothing special offered at this bar. Um, but one bar that I do really enjoy... So I worked in the Meatpacking District for a while, which I think is one of the most wretched neighborhoods in this entire city. Um, because of the people that go there, yes. And, um... <laughs> In case that was unclear. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is right? why. <laughs> um, uh, but I really like the Crooked Knife that's oh, down there. Yeah. It's a, it's a horseshoe bar, right? It's a center bar, right? You can go all the way yes. around it? Yeah. I there. really, really like that bar. It's always kind of the same, like, super chill, not very busy. They have, like, couches, like, leather couches, um, and it's right next to all of the chaos and douchebaggery of the meatpacking yeah. district. So you just walk right out and it's right there. And I've just spent many a night there. Yeah. And they also okay. have one, they have one that's like a restaurant, uh, up in, I don't know, somewhere in the thirties or something, but the crooked knife was always a favorite of mine. Crooked knife. Do you have any, yeah. uh, bars or restaurants that you've visited lately? Cause you said you like to go to different places. Um, new places. Uh, did you have you been anywhere lately that is you think is was super cool or uh, stands out in your brain? Um, can it be not here? Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. It can, can be anywhere. Be a nightclub. Sure. <laughs> so I was just visiting my brother in Fort Lauderdale, and his 
uh, one night his friends, uh, we separated ways. I went out with um, the queers and we had, we had a gay old time, but they took me to the manor, which I had always heard of and I really wanted to go to. And it was so fucking fun. But then it was pointed out to me after that it's the only place that's like a New York vibe in <laughs> the area. And then I was so like, you're oh, just damn it. Home. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. They're like, where else do you get like club, dancey, high energy, like EDM, electro, electro music with like pop up drag numbers and like everyone's just dancing all walks of life. No one cares. And it's just like you're in New York. And I was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But I had a fucking blast there, and it's huge. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Where was it? The it's called the Manor. In Fort Lauderdale. It's not in Fort Lauderdale. It's in Wilton Manor, which I I thought was the same. I thought that was a part of Fort Lauderdale, but it's not. It's it's a different And that's part. all part of Florida, right? <laughs> it's all part of Florida, so yeah, proceed with caution. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and... Where else do I like? I Have you been to any bars where you felt like there was a ghostly presence? Oh, oh. bringing it back. Bring it back. Oh. <laughs> uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was promised ghost stories. I know, and I but didn't that segue was not it. <laughs> I have so many ghost stories, but not related to bars. <laughs> Actually, wait, I do have a ghost. Well, it's not mine, but my um, my uncle is a um, contractor and he was opening. He was like building this restaurant in Massachusetts and they told him that it was hot. And like, he's not this type of person. He wasn't this type of person. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they were like, yeah, it's haunted, by the way. Like, it, like, burnt down or something back in the day, and it's haunted. Yada, yada, yada. But he would come in, and there would be, like, there would be, like, footprints, like, in the upstairs construction area that, like, was closed, and, like, lights flickering. And then, like, he, like, they, they would say, like, if you go down in the basement at night, sometimes you'll see this ghost. Um, and he, like... I don't know. So it turned him into a believer. So. Oh, okay. So serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the place? That sounds I cool. Don't. Uh, that kind of like it's cool though, because Alex. I mean, this is spoilers. This one will come out first, but Alex is currently recording. We're gonna do a different style of podcast for one of these episodes coming up, and he's just going to explain to me the history of a couple haunted bars. Yeah, we got nothing, nothing in Massachusetts. Uh, I did find one in Massachusetts, but there is one in New York City. Really? That Do you need me to go learn. and and convene, commune with the spirits? Yeah. I'm I'm down it, with the ghosts. It's uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, I don't think it's meatpacking, but it's down. Meatpacking is on the west side, right? Right above yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, right uh, it's in Chelsea. that area. It's called the Ear Inn. So, ear like ear, like the ear, in. ear in, and we will hear more about the ear in in another episode. Um, Ryan, do... so you don't want to talk about your celebrities? I can't. I know, but I have um, a lot, we'll about... a lot of really good ones. Can you describe like your ideal customer though? Like, who are the kind of people you like to serve? Super hot, uh, and really nice, and really chill, and um, uh, yeah. 
Yep. Okay. <laughs> chill, chill, hey, chill, hot people. Get it right. Chill, hot people. And they can't ask you a gay guy, right? and will. Yeah, but that's fine. I'm as long as they're chill and hot. Straight <laughs> women, come on. Guys, come on. I get along with everyone, especially if you're chill and hot. And hot. <laughs> I love it. Oh God. All right. Uh, John. Uh, so at this point in the night, it's it's we're close to the end. Uh, we're wrapping it up. And do you have? I, I let me go. I'll go first because I don't want to forget. Uh, it's the time for pitches and promotions and selling yourself if you want to. I do that literally almost every day. Perfect. That's <laughs> part of the job, yeah. That's literally. I tell people my job is to get sexually harassed. <laughs> it is. <laughs> So I want to mm-hmm. shout out before before we close tonight. I'm gonna to shout out this tequila because it's really good. It's very drinkable. Uh, it's very drinkable. You heard it here. <laughs> it is X I X I C O T E. I don't want to miss. I would Im- imagine that's Quixote. 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 Like the uh... oh, at the key. Okay. Yeah. It's a reposado. It's really good. I got it in Mexico. Uh, I'd also like to shout out Michelob Ultra and White Claw. And Alex, who are you drinking over there? I would like to shout out Treehouse <laughs> Brewing Company. Oh, solid. Nice. What 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 beer do you have from them? I have Haze, which is my favorite beer by them. Based on actually, they're they're opening a new location, another one. So they have three locations right now in Massachusetts: one in Charlton, one in Deerfield, Massachusetts, in Western Mass, one in Sandwich in Cape Cod, and the last they just are uh, purchased a new place uh, outside of Auburn, so like just north of Boston. I forgot you're in Massachusetts now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I left the big, the big old city. You're a asshole. <laughs> Alex, do you have anything? Any pitches? Anything well, coming up? Did you ask Ryan show? if he wanted to? I was going to let you go, and then we can close with Ryan, because he's the most Oh, important. okay, I'm sorry. Uh, am I pitching anything? No, I'm not pitching anything now. No I'm good. No, 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 I am. I'm pitching our new episode, which is going to come out sometime around after Ryan's episode. Uh, and it'll be all ghost stories <laughs> that are the five most haunted bars in the United States is what it'll be or about. the five you could find through Google. Uh, yeah, the five that I chose. Five haunted bars <laughs> that I chose from the United States. That he felt are probably the most haunted. Yes, yes. But I, there will be a follow-up <laughs> episode for these, for those. And uh, I'm thinking, John, Ryan should come with us on some of these uh, haunted excursions. Oh, for fucking sure. Uh, Ryan, do you have anything you want to shout out? You want to pitch your, your your music or anything? Um, well, it's still in it's still in the cooking. Uh, I mean, I have music on every main <laughs> streaming music platform. Ryan Rocket, R O C K I T T. But yeah, the new music's not going to be out around the time that this is dropping. So I would like to shout out. Gun control and gay rights. There we go. <laughs> like it. You like got it. a platform, you use it. <laughs> uh, and uh, not muddling cherries in old fashions and tequila. Yep. Love it. And no tequila in um, espresso, espresso martinis. martinis. No tequila in espresso martinis. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Ryan, so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Ryan. And uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Here at the buyback, one of the things we want to do is talk about bar etiquette. So here is our bar rule. Bar rule. I don't know. I'm just fucking around.
Hey, John, what's the bar roll this week? Bar roll this week, my friend, is... You know what? Don't ask for extra things if you're not going to use them. Meaning, if you ask for an extra water, drink it. You gotta it. drink it. I've, I've seen so many people ask for water, and then it just sits in front of them. If you're going to ask for extra fruit... Eat it. Well, no, just or put it into your... <laughs> Yeah, you, I mean, you could eat it. Or you olives. Just you gotta eat the olives. It. Oh, yeah, they better eat the olives. Um, but you definitely you don't gotta fucking eat, drink, whatever you ask for. Please, don't ask for extra shit. And Please. not use it. Yep. What do you think about that? I like it. Well, would you, do, do you want anything? Well, I, I would like extra olives. Better eat them. <laughs>